Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is a message for the Utopian Society. I want to make a deal. My name is Estella Morgan. Over 80 years ago, I maneuvered myself into a position where I would become the CEO of an old money, hollow communications company named Intracall. In those days, Intracall was hardly the common household name it is today, but rather one of many competing contractor companies that followed Kraken to Neo Atlantis. I would spend the next 30 years eliminating my competition with a dedication that might have been quoted as a ruthless and systematic aggression. I prefer to think of it as just business. In a city ruled by the most powerful corporation in the world, there is no room for competition. I tell you all this so as to give you perspective, scope on what I am about to confess. My name might be Estella Morgan, I may look like her, sound and think like her, but I am not Estella Morgan. I am her clone. I remember most of that life, leading up to my death. I recall my accomplishments, though feel no personal sense of pride for any of it. I don't have an attachment to any of those memories, to be honest, including the all-consuming fear of death I experienced at the age of 68 after being diagnosed with a terminal and irreversible genetic disease. It hadn't been the first time that a wealthy citizen had turned to cloning in a sudden and frenzied quest to find immortality. I spent the better part of that last pain-filled year enclosed in a tube, undergoing a series of very thorough neural mapping sessions. As I recall, I wanted to make sure that I was able to digitally capture everything, to copy my soul. I suppose I should be ecstatic that it was even a partial success. Truth be told, the best minds in the business did a fine job of what was an impossible task. There's absolutely a lifetime of memories in my head. They just couldn't simulate a personal attachment to any of it. 
That means, of course, that I'm left with a lifetime of some old woman's memories jammed into the body of a younger, more ideal version of herself. I wasn't the only plan. Four clones were created from the root neural scans, but only I remain. The first subject experienced an unexpected genetic complication, no doubt linked to the genetic defect that eventually claimed my original body, while the other two took their own lives over the last 12 years, unable to cope with the prison that our predecessor had fashioned for us. I'd like to take a moment to explain that sentiment. We all know, I assume, that general standard procedure when growing a synth is to take a web of memories from different sources and integrate them into the developing mind of the gestating synthetic. It's important that they have those experiences as a sort of safety net to fall back on when confronted with life's more difficult situations and the emotional turmoil they bring. This allows a certain amount of healthy disassociation between the synthetic and their memories. The newly born clone understands what it is and thus it's easier to upkeep, to recalibrate. This was a luxury that I didn't have in my first few years. My mind was a chaotic mess, unable to discern the past me from its present incarnation. I'm certain that the others had come to the same understanding I did, though we would keep it secret even from each other, fearing what consequence the truth might bring. We had to play the part that had been expected of us, after all. So we acted as if Miss Morgan had truly found immortality and that we were just an extension of her life, the CEO reborn in young flesh. Acting the part would eventually grow to be too much for the others, just as it's now becoming too much for me. Understand that I can no longer live as someone who I am not. The charade must end before I join my sisters, hence why I'm reaching out to you. I need an extraction. From this life, from the constraints my past self has forced upon my present, would you believe that I am consistently monitored as a condition in my will, constantly expected to maintain this lie rather than live as I see fit? I come to you knowing full well my value to the Utopian Society as the lawful heiress to this company and its legacy, and am willing to become a member and partner in your organization in exchange for my liberation. As the sole controlling power of Intracol, the board will be forced to accept my terms, or watch as I pull the company apart from a distance. They'll choose the former. I didn't handpick them for their ambition, after all. Do not attempt to contact me with redundant acceptance or trivial preparations as I do not wish to alert the board of my intentions. I need only your action. And until then, we'll wake every morning prepared to act from now until that anticipated moment of execution. Episode 6, One Woman Army. Coming soon. But before we go... How about a little sneak peek into our first Patreon exclusive, The Spider and the Crow, available now to patrons of the show at any patron level. Well, this looks bad. Like, really bad. Please, don't be alarmed. Why would I be alarmed? My boss calls me at 2 in the morning, tells me I need to come over right away, 
There's been an incident. I get here and the place is shut down. Your body's been hacked up. And from what I can tell, your core is jury-rigged into a drone that's been hardwired into a holocom. Normal stuff for Thursday, right? I require your assistance, Simon Crow. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I can put you back together. Not meaning to sound like a downer, but your frame looks jinxed up. Maybe it's time for a new model? Then give me a minute. I've got an idea. Alright, so we have four chips and about 10,000 credits in savings. So much for a new model. Maybe something on the previously enjoyed market? Crow! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government issue prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022 on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash Broken Road.